Okay, so I don't know what the hell keeps happening. It keeps cutting off, so we posted the last segment, which will be part one of two. Uh, we'll get a computer, but what, what were we talking about? About getting meat? And you, what did you say, Chris, Christopher? Okay. Uh, what did you think about the video, Pete, that we just saw about Cuba? Uh, it was pretty sad, to be honest. It's people were pretty sad and, like, depressed. I think I saw someone, like, sleeping on, like, the sidewalk. Unless... You can see that here, too. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It's not really... Okay, so you, you see how contrast, the, the big contrast is between Cuba and, and here in the, in the United States, but there's similarities how it's still society, it's still fucked up. Like, it's not what it could be if everyone was working together. It seems like everyone's still under the control of the government or dominators still being oppressed somehow, not allowing people to reach their full potentials by keeping them sort of starving, you know, sort of just... It's on survival mode and this is what leads to like society just leading to a dead end um <clears throat> guess we don't have anything else to talk about i guess this episode's gonna <laughs> <laughs> suck ass drew do you have anything to say <laughs> anything. we're gonna blame this one on chris because right. he rolled a fat ass blunt and he got us a small <laughs> Which what we're supposed to do after half of the episode. So Drew's over here like Drew's passing out. Really. Drew's he's, uh, he's not even here right now. Dude. He's drinking a truly he's right now. He, drew, he drank a big old truly hair wild beer. Uh, his hair is like covering his face. Right <laughs> Man. Well. Nah, we just. What do you want to talk about, uh, Drew? You say you're good at improv. <clears throat> um, well, uh, I mean, this past week, I've just been doing a lot of research. About? Well, uh, this book. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Christopher. I know. What was it, Drew? Tell us. This book. Damn. Was it a comedy book? This book by David Icke called Everything You Need to Know But You Haven't Been Told. Okay. (laughs) Everything you know that you haven't been told. All right. What have we not been told? Well, I mean, basically what the book talks about is uh, certain events uh, that's happened in the world. Uh, That and just like the whole spiritual and physical side of of the New World Order, basically. David, I guess, but uh, so what what exactly, what what, do you have any... So like events, um, you know, my, obviously my mind's kind of foggy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Obviously. He faded. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty good book. Right now, I'm reading about... What what chapter was I in? (laughs) Chapter 33. (laughs) Is that it? I mean, I got notes in my phone. 
you know, things that are looking up. Okay, so guys, you're going to have to excuse us. This is all Christopher's fault. Next time, we're get, we'll take Adderall and we'll be fired up. We'll be ready to go. Everybody's going to be talking. We're going to be interrupting each other. Hey, bro. Um, I took three pictures of this to, like, somehow connect dots. But so I little seizures, and now they have, like, electronic takeout order it's for like oh, all yeah. you do is go up to that and you scan the qr code from your phone if you bought it online or you know and, and that thing talks to you like okay be sure to get your uh branch whatever you know oh shit and they have a kiosk at mcdonald's and the pictures i showed y'all sent y'all of the walgreens all that digital oh, yeah. I, I don't okay. think it talks back to you but you oh, know it true. was like fucking it was no, but it tell was us really that Walgreens. Computerized. What, what was that Walgreens? Uh, you know, in the beverage section. You okay, know, you, you walked up to things. the beverage where the, yeah. you, know, you opened the doors for the yeah. drinks, and just for like everything else that you know that you would usually store in the fridge. Instead of having a clear screen, so you could see a natural was, screen, so you could see the drinks. Like a, it was a well, AI pictures bro, of they, a long line of Mountain Dudes, a long line of Pepsi's. Uh, they have that shit in Japan already, bro. Yeah. They already have all that shit, yeah. bro. We're, we're like kind of like... Catching up. Yeah, catching up about the China and like... But, but probably not evolving in terms of technology, but probably getting closer to what Japan already is. You so know, what do you more, think this leads to? More, more total, uh, totalitarian type Through of stuff. Techno- technology. Part of it, yeah. Because, you know, everything is now more absorbed in and control everything is now more interconnected mm-hmm. um, i was reading reading an article the other day about, about elon musk and the whole uh, Neuralink thing by 2022 or something like that you know i would have to pull up the source but or early on they want to test it like get their first experiment done on a human supposedly it's already been done to monkeys and it was accurate what kind of experiment you know it's uh you know, have you heard of uh, Neuralink? Yeah, Neuralink. You know that thing Elon Musk wants to put into your brain. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, a little Come biometric or something like that. Yeah, they 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 so, implant the chip, yeah. and I mean, he developed yeah. a machine that because it's they're they're threading your brain to a microchip, so basically plugging you into a microchip. So they developed a machine yeah. that. Picks your neurons specifically and connects them to the. So in other words, there's yeah, like a time, bro. Whenever like technology Supposedly gets too, too, too much, you know. I mean, there's a time whenever we're taking technology too far because now it's like literally at every aspect of our life. The internet of things. Even smart cars, you know, have that stuff. Yeah. The internet, our phone, uh, the TV, and, and just any a lot of electronic devices that you can think of that have some type of tracking you know so i mean but didn't you post a video the other day about the chip the chip oh yeah yeah people already in like europe some companies that their workers already have chips in their hands so they can like open doors and just get around and supposedly it's all in the name of like convenience and to make things easier but this is the slow push to like push transhumanism and make it more Normalize and push us into the matrix. Um, did you see that thing that they're trying to do with the metaverse now? No. The, the what? The metaverse. Okay, so the me- you know how Facebook recently had some some shit about how they were talking about how Facebook was knowingly 
uh, harming its users, but they didn't care as long as they were making money. No. Okay. How were they harming? Like just selling their data and stuff, no. and, and keeping because the Facebook, <laughs> the Facebook algorithms uh, work by keeping your attention by sending you like stuff that are gonna make you upset or or mad by engaging you. So they know they're doing this, but so Facebook recently rebranded into the metaverse and what they're saying is basically the matrix. Uh, you wear these goggles and you go inside the metaverse and you look around and there's avatars that you can meet and talk to. And so you're basically inside the matrix. And <clears throat> this is that. Did you, do you, did you ever watch Black Mirror? A few episodes, yeah. Did you ever see that episode where that guy lived in, all they did was ride a bike all day? No. Well, there was an episode where humans, all they did their whole life is they lived in a small cubicle where it was like like a little prison cell and there was TVs. The whole wall was a screen. And uh, all you did is go to your room and play with your little avatar pl type of thing or they, you could watch porn or you could watch uh, competitions. Of, and the competition was people bicycling to see who could bicycle more. But these people were bicycling because they were powering the whole system that they lived in. They lived in a city that was walled in and all you did your whole life was power it with your body and you were just living in a little cell and all you had was this little virtual reality world that you lived your life through. And this is, <clears throat> some people were saying that you can compare that to the metaverse because this is what Mark Zuckerberg wants to do, close everyone and keep them in their homes, you know, secluded. Um, and this kind of It's making sense that they're pushing it now with COVID. You know, they're trying to incentivize people to stay home. And um, that, that raised the thought in me right now. Uh, our participation in our cooperation. <laughs> our participation in our cooperation in the system. That's what feeds the, you know. It keeps it going. Feeds, that's what feeds the beats. And all you More, have to do is walk away. You know, but I think first we gotta unplug mentally before anything else. You know. And what would, what do you think people When should you do? Think about it in some form or fashion. Our source of information lies in TV, our phone, or our laptops. Mm -hmm. What else? Uh, the radio, maybe. Social media. You know, ninety four point five They still include news in there. You know, so yeah, basically, and those three forms of, those electronic avenues, I mean, that's all I can think of. And uh, maybe certain books that are, not every book that's published that you can trust, you know. So. So you're saying that basically everything we all know as a human is coming from controlled hands? Well, not everything, but I think... Um, a lot of things most yeah. of what we know most of a what the of common person knows it's been indoctrination through schooling or through religion or through all types of in some form or fashion yeah hmm. I mean it does teach its basics but then again you know you don't want to reveal your poker hand right away you want to hide it you know you want to include some truth in there mm -hmm. and every now and they're throwing that subtle little lie um, and like I said yeah education is one But even certain books or, you know, uh, uh, preachers or counselors out there, you know. Yeah, like they promote, like you were, what were you telling I mean, us about? It's basically, guys, what I assume, what I think is every major platform in the world, whenever it's modernized, televised, 
put on the radio. It's there for a reason. And I, I think to get to that level in the entertainment industry, you know, it, it's you got to throw away authenticity and conform some way, somehow to their narrative. Yeah. So Hollywood or the entertainment industry promotes something that they want you to They're promote. pushing a certain worldview. Sunny companies. You know, I've seen videos, interviews of rappers, of, of, of uh, rock stars, of different who, people who play different music where they all talk about exposing the music industry and how the contract really works and how you're a little... Uh, how they're the handler basically and perhaps maybe they don't mean that in a physical concrete way but in a spiritual way we're like you know um, I mean you know so yeah yeah that's why like I said years ago maybe we had more faith in the alternative media industry but as we know with these uh, these people powerful men they can infiltrate and make fake eight false agents in, in that group or they can infiltrate that group and use it for their own purpose because I think the real revolution is always going to be underground yeah. it's not going to be placed on pedestal because think about it guys Alex Jones says a lot of great stuff yeah why but is he then again, I, I then, then again you know we also got to argue why did he get kicked off uh, off of the internet Mm-hmm. Why do they silence him? <laughs> you know, you know, I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, he got kicked off of every social media Twitter, platform. YouTube, Spotify. But I just... So what, what led me to believe that, that he's... Not a self-intended false teacher, but I mean, I wouldn't... Uh, I mean, f- for example, he was for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I heard he recently called out Donald Trump, though. About what? Like he's calling him out because of this whole COVID thing. How he still pushed the agenda. How wh- why when he was president he didn't like stop and put an end to it. And he's like, he says something about I'm calling out Trump to end the COVID or some some shit like that. I don't remember, but but was he like calling out against him or? Yeah, basically like he's turned on him. Like he's like Trump. I thought you were gonna help us out or what? Where are you now? I don't know, man. But somebody like me knew that that Donald Trump was a false agent. Yeah. You would think that somebody like Alex Jones who has a much higher pedestal than you would understand. But he know he believed into that whole QAnon thing where he believed that Trump yeah, was gonna do all that shit. See that move movement was hijacked, yeah. bro. Yeah. But, I, I think that you know, because I mean, for example, I seen it in a TV show, Shameless, and where else did I see it? on TMZ, where basically they exposed and called it to Lady Karen. And that makes the truther movement look bad because this lady got mad at the liberals. This lady was all like calling out the elitist Zionist sex trafficking pedophile, uh, pedophile ring. You know how that's a theme now? Mm-hmm. Or, or like, you know, the crazy Donald Trump supporters or the right wing theme of a uh, Zionism pedophile, uh, pedophilia ring. But you don't think that's true? Yeah, I do. But y'all see... <laughs> they make us look but like, and that's also because I got <clears throat> not evidence but I mean our philosophy what we believe in is basically connecting dots mm-hmm. we'll never have like evidence but we'll just be able to connect dots and we, we're not we don't believe in coincidences 
know, we we believe in connecting dots and see where they lead and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just following history, right? So, I mean, something like that, you know, I've looked into it and it's many things that happened that don't add up. Corey Feldman coming out uh, talking about Hollywood has a pedophile problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Corey Feldman from The Goonies. Elijah Wood. Uh, uh, Who's that uh, other guy? Star who, Wars. Who uh, killed himself. Feet, who supposedly a, a, killed a DJ, himself. DJ. Re, uh, Remax guy. Mm-hmm. All 30 of them. Chris Cornell. Uh, Chester Bennington. They all were killed. And there's like articles online talking about it. Where, you know, um, they were working on exposing Ooh. a sex ring. Uh, who else? Um, well, know, there was this so, one actor who who made it like a video exposing uh, them. Chris Cappy. I yeah, Cappy, Cappy, and then he ended up somehow yeah. murdered. Yeah. Or supposedly he committed suicide, but it was murdered. Uh, uh, think about Dwayne. <laughs> think about Dwayne Johnson on, on SNL about that whole uh, pedophile, uh, pedophilia, sex robot, and making a joke about it. You know. Um, uh, Alistair Crowley taught that, you know, to live forever, his occultic teachings were the blood of babies or fresh blood. Like literal vampirism. And and I've read articles, not articles, I've read... (coughs) 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 My throat. You guys see me? No, there isn't. I read many of his teachings, bro, where he talks about the blood of fresh babies. You know, adrenochrome. You think it's vampirism? Yeah, you think it's adrenochrome? You know about adrenochrome? You know about adrenochrome? I've read the concept about it. Do you know? Um, So so basically, the only dots that I have to connect. I don't believe in this yet. And remember, we got to be rational, logical, right? But I have connected something that doesn't make sense. For example. Crowley called it vamp- vampirism, mm-hmm. you know, feeding or, you know, drinking uh, Extracting the energy. fresh blood. Fresh blood is young blood. Uh, uh, I Googled it. You know, and specifically... You, you research this, the word, the meaning, the, okay, this is what they meant. Fresh blood is baby blood. That's why, like, on, like, on uh, Ellen, Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres and other radio talk show hosts, whenever... Uh, Whoever is hosting, they're asking the celebrity, how, you know, you're this old, how do you stay young? Then they joke about it and say, uh, baby blood or fresh I've seen blood. several, like more than five. Sandra Bullock, right? So we have that. But hey, we can't accuse anybody yet. We just have that. Okay. Uh, and, and that's not a coincidence. It's more, more than what one. Two happened. Mm-hmm. One or two, hey, bro, yeah, it's a coincidence. One or two is a coincidence, bro. But three, four, or five, six. I mean, come on. Johnny Depp talked about how how he how as he got older in Hollywood, he realized how esoteric vampirism is to him. And you know, Johnny Depp and uh, Marlon Manson have matching tattoos, and mm-hmm. they're both the same tattoo mm-hmm. of child lo- boy, little girl lover. And, and and he was from the West Three Memphis. Mm-hmm. That that case. Uh, uh, where Eddie Vedder and other people supported uh, uh, supposedly I, I really haven't looked into it so I can't accuse anybody okay. but yeah um, but you have things like that and then you have him talking about vampirism but in the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas there was a scene where he called 
a drug, adrenochrome. <laughs> and if you Google adrenochrome and realize how it's made and stuff, whenever it's iodoxized, mm-hmm. it turns into a pink color, right? But where does adrenochrome and, come from? And in the scene uh, where they're talking about adrenochrome, mm-hmm. the scene is pink. Oh, shit, I didn't even notice that. YouTube it. Oh, yeah. damn. I'm going to Google it, adrenochrome. It, it'll tell you, read about four more sentences. Once it's iodized. Oxidized? Oxidized, yeah. It turns into a pink color. Mm-hmm. And look in that scene where they're talking about adrenochrome. The room is all pink. And this can be just a dumb mistake conspiracy theorists make, but they called her on the phone where Johnny Depp was talking to her. Her name was Lucy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some claim, but we don't have any evidence. It's only an opinion that Lucy means Lucifer. Yeah. You know, but I have connected one dot in that movie oh. with Scarlett Johansson called. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Lucy. What's she takes the pill? Uh, what's it called, bro? With Scarlett Johansson. Lucy. Uh, no, it's, it's called I Am Lucy. Oh, okay. Right? We're like, uh, basically, takes that pill, that implant. And the last thing she says uh, before the movie ends is, um, I am God, I am everywhere. Oh, shit. Basically really? Basically referring to oh, Lucifer. Damn. So maybe Lucifer does mean Lucifer in Hollywood terms. Oh, definitely. You know? They have Luciferase in some of their uh, vaccine shit. Have you looked into that? Uh, I have or... researched about it, but you know, you, you gotta really you gotta understand it. that the media and the, and the ones working for the narrative, they know how to capture an audience because they really articulate their words. They're really precise in explaining their point of view. True. Like conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. are true. There are certain people, Illuminati kill you, yeah. or you know, Illuminati, but they don't use. Uh, educated response or and that's what this book David Icke was saying that they don't they fear a smart rational logical educated man explaining and really making clear the case what's going on through evidence and stuff he was talking about the far left brain and the far right brain how if you notice in school all the money goes to the logical mathematical subjects but to art and in other classes that involve art, little money is donated to those areas. To creativity. And because he was saying that because painters, philosophers, poets, readers, uh, uh, musicians, those arts that involve the right part of the brain, mm-hmm. the imagination, thinking outside of the box, what you were calling the whole uh, uh, intuition, all that in that space, once you have that, you don't need DMT or like anything to like make you high enough to question things you see bullshit as it is because you're not thinking in here in terms of being logical and rational and don't get me wrong you, you got to be logical and rational but you also have the right part of the brain and that brain is responsible for sensing things yeah. you know it's it, it's basically the so-called spiritual eye of the brain um, you because know, yeah. you know you got your rational thinking but, but you also have your imagination and many scientists talked about the power of the imagination. You gotta, you, you gotta visualize your goals. Be able to see a different yeah, world. So you gotta daydream, basically. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, since you guys work in machinery, obviously don't daydream there, but, you know, Juan, if you're out... No, I do. I do, motherfucker. But, basically what I was saying, bro, is that whenever you're operating it, bro, you can't be on the right side of your brain. You gotta be on the left. But, you know... I guess, I guess I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't want to argue with you. So, but... Sometimes, bro, I text you what you're doing, and you'd say, no, I'm just out chilling, uh, um, uh, tripping. And an event like that, bro, yeah, you use that right side of your brain, because then you start questioning things, and you start writing down ideas and stuff like that, you know? So, there's a time for everything, basically. That's true. What you were saying right then about the artist, and how there's not a lot of money or a lot of big push to get people to be creative... You know, that's done on purpose to keep people like, like you said, on what the left left brain or right brain is the... I think the left is the logical mathematical, which we need, but the right is the art. So they're trying to keep people the in, right the, side. in the left type of mentality so where they're not really imagining or creating or thinking of a way to change things. And so this comes through schooling, you know, kids, when they're little kids... They're naturally scientists, you know, they're questioning everything, they're picking up a bar, like little babies, they're naturally exploring the world, you know, they're curious, they're trying to get an understanding of what's going on. And kids are natural scientists, so as they grow up, you know, it's sad, but my my daughter, I still like it, she asks a lot of questions about everything, and it kind of drives my wife mad, but, you know, I like it, because I was like that when I was little, and I think that's part of the reason that some of us are truthers, because we want we trying to figure out what's really going on and how things work. But as schooling happens, you know, they put kids at the prime age of six and seven, you know, right when they're really get coming into their own personality. And then they start indoctrinating through schooling and then teaching them the same curriculums, running them through the meat grinder of school, like trying to make everyone exactly the same and treating every person, you know, like not a creative individual that can. And so when you do this, like you said, so artists in my mind they're like the true revolutionaries they're the ones thinking outside the box thinking of how to how to how to put their ideas out there or see things through a different perspective and that's like the, the that's what the dominators don't want you, you, that's the like a force that you want to extinguish you want to put out that type of fire you want docile people who are just follow the rules and do what you expect them to do <clears throat> I'm gonna go rest on the eat and then okay. go visit the homie. Okay, Chris is peacing out. Peace out, Christopher. Okay, that's cool. So, um, I guess what I'm trying to always get at is how do you push, pull that out of people to like be creative or at least start questioning or questioning well, their reality? I think one way parents um, who are on the know how about these things, I think one way they combat this is homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, you know, there's a lot of wives out there that are homeschooling their kids. Um, I got a cousin who moved out in the country. She's homeschooling her kids. Just recently? No, no, no. Since they were born. Oh. Um, yeah, her, her her husband Kevin. Uh, he 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 works out here in Pasadena, Baytown, Laporte. Their plant. And uh, where did they move out to? Uh, man, bro, I forgot what part of town, but it was about an hour away because because I helped them move. Out in the country? Uh, so they have land? That's badass. See, that's, that would be my dream. But, bro. yeah, I didn't know that uh, they were all getting homeschooled. Man. And, see, yeah, that's a cool thing. Ever since this whole 
COVID pandemic thing happened, a bunch that homeschooling rate went up, you know, and that's a good thing because you're getting kids out of that schooling system that's trying to like indoctrinate them into a certain worldview, yeah. and you have the kids at home with the family. All right, ladies. All right, Chris. Y'all be safe out Take there. it easy, bro. All right, bro. Go through over here, please. Go. Go through this door. Just push it open. Christopher is leaving us. He has uh, more important things to do, but it's okay. We love him. We'll see you next week, Chris. Bro. Damn. Working hey. up with Drew. Hell yeah. You already Hell know. Yeah. Anyways. What do you say? You have any? Oh, Pete. Didn't the Rockefeller Foundation uh, um, donate... Uh, uh, I know they have an... Ex- uh, I know they're uh, heavy donors of the uh, U.S. education system. <coughs> well, well, yeah. Have, have you? I think I sent you this one documentary called "How Big Oil Conquered the West Coast." No. Well, basically, it's talking about how, as as the oil was being pulled from the ground, and they were um, turning it into gasoline and industrializing uh, America, the Rockefellers became, you know, the rich, powerful family they are. <coughs> And um, they started realizing that they can make medicines and pharmaceuticals out of this petroleum type of stuff. So he pushed his propaganda. He he put lots of money into the American um, Medical Institute and stuff like that. And he started (coughs) putting money into schooling to teach uh, methods, a different way of uh, being a doctor and teaching medicine. And instead of teaching them with old school homeopathic natural remedies that people use for thousands of years, he wanted to start pushing drugs and pills and all this stuff from being made from petroleum that would make him more money. So he slowly took over the education system with all his money. And now doctors are mostly just drug pushers. They're not really uh, trying to heal people and make them feel better because every customer cured is a customer lost. So, like you said, the Rockefeller and other huge uh, billionaires have pulled their money to steer this country into a more controlled nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I was asking again, um, what do we do, Peter? I, like, okay, so let's talk about this now. Um, actually, last week or two weeks ago i did a podcast with uh, my good friend janet from deplorable nation and um so she found my page i guess on instagram (coughs) because she said somebody had talked to her about it and she checked me out and we talked a little bit on through instagram and she invited me to go on her show and it was badass i mean that was my first guest appearance but i told her about our podcast and she said she listened to all of them and she was really digging what Pete was talking about the other day about how we have to live through the soul and how most of society is people just living through the ego. And she was really digging that. And um, would you have anything more to say about so, that, Peter? Yeah. You know, I was kind of want to talk about this today. And, uh, like, lately with all this stuff, this thing, like, kind of going on in my life and whatnot, and, like, kind of going through, like, an ego death and, like, kind of a... a a rebirth of self. I've like kind of lost myself in my past relationship, like who I was and everything. And I think it's because like I gave so much of myself to that person and like when it was cut off, like I kind of forgot like who, what was I or like what she was telling I was, you know. She was telling me all these things I was, but really I wasn't. 
She was trying to mold you? Yeah, it was really weird. She's, to be honest, she's a narc, dude. She's a, she's like a heavy narc and like very manipulative. And I knew it because I, I was aware of what she was doing. But she had the pussy with you. Yeah, she had yeah, the pussy. Yeah, dude, no, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Yeah, dude, I ain't gonna lie. That was, that shit was real good. Mm-hmm. And it kept me around. It was, it was crazy, some crazy ass love, but like, <coughs> how long ago was this? Was this before you kind of like realized all these new things? No, actually, it was like. To be honest, I was getting like in a very like high vibrant state when I met this girl, mm-hmm. and I was actually to be honest, I'm trying to get back to like this this place of mind of like I could defer. Well, now I'm kind of better now. In that state, I was kind of like more in the moment, like consistently, always at all times, and I could like nothing would hurt my or like move my emotions or like nothing would like hurt my happiness. I would be like, okay, whatever, like. If something bad would happen, I was just like, oh, well, like, I didn't ever see anything as, like, any circumstances as, like, bad or good. It just like, kind of is. You just took like, it? Even if it was yeah. bad? Even if it was bad, yeah, I was like, well, you never know what will happen. You know? um, if it's something good. Because that's how the universe works. It just, like, balances out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, like, you see, like, something bad that happens to someone. Sometimes it's, like, a good thing, you know? Yeah. Or, like... You know, like you, it puts you like in a suffering or something, and it makes you suffer. And but like ultimately, you grow from the suffering that you experience. Yeah. You know, and but like that's what that was my outlook. And like my every time I would wake up, like in the morning, it was like magical, dude. And that's how what I'm getting back to now, which is like it's amazing. Like like living life was magical. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like, oh, kind of wow. like being a little kid, you know? Yeah, dude, exactly. Like. Completely, completely all the time engulfed in the moment, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, probably, like you said, like, yeah, you, you have that, that certain side of your brain that you're creative on. That's where, like, I'm, I'm going from, like, I'm only, like, living through that one side of that brain. And it gives you so much joy and happiness because you're not overthinking things. Because, like, naturally, you go to, like, negative thoughts or, like, the negativity. Mm-hmm. When you think about things, if you're not conscious or aware of it, and but how do you think you got to this thing? I was being very mindful. Was this like, before mushrooms or after? No, it was. Yeah, it was after like that bad trip I had. You so that's what you think made you change? Yeah, to be honest, yeah, I think yeah, that definitely made me change because like. So I how? Thought, so like you had a bad trip and you were like, I need to change yeah, or no, what? No, well, I felt like I died because I'm pretty sure I did. I'm not sure. You went through rebirth. Yeah, dude, it was dude. real bad. Like, but like the thing when I when I was on my bed and I was like sick, like I did something with my eyes and I felt like I opened something. Oh, dude, you opened the third eye? No, not the what? third eye. My third eye was open, but like, like my <laughs> I was going to like this state where I was like, uh, like groaning. Okay. And like on my bed. Dang. Yeah, dude, it was fucking like <laughs> tough, dude. I'm like. Mm, <laughs> Dude, dude, I, I was so sick off those mushrooms, dude. Dude, and you say so you take a, like a double dose of strong mushrooms, right? Yeah, no, it was like a normal dose, like a, it was like only two and a half grams. But this was Amaz- like super yeah, strong it was, dose. It was Amazonian. So those are like double. Like, yeah, dude. Like I didn't even know like these things. Okay, these like like the stems were like fucking small, and the caps were like this like oh, small dang. too. And I ate like I don't know, like not even that much of them, and I. Dude, like, yeah, it threw me over fucking board, dude. Okay, so you were, like, groaning in your bed? Yeah, uh, and then and I feel like I, I, well, I know I left my body, so I'm like, I went somewhere, but before that... <laughs> I went somewhere. <laughs> no, I went to hell, yeah, exactly, that's where I went, but that was terrible. Uh, but, like, before that, like, 
I felt like my eye, like this eye closed, and like this eye was like, like look, I was looking at the light or something, uh-huh. and I feel like 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 a little black dot, and I like closed this eye, like and I went somewhere else, like it was, dude. Yeah, I I thought like, like I was thinking about like that black dot, you know, and. I was looking at some like, occult stuff, you know, like you know how like the the that seal of Solomon. Uh-huh. So like that thing is supposed to have like a black dot in like in the middle, uh-huh. but like that black dot represents like the portal to like the spiritual realm. And I kind of wonder if that's what what happened. Like my soul like left, I went to like this spiritual realm or something, dude. And in this like state of mind I was in, I felt like. Um, like something, like something evil grabbed my soul and like dra- dragged it down to hell. And I went down there hmm. and I did like had a little experience, and I came back. Cause like I remember I was down there and I was like feeling the flames or some shit, dude. Yeah. Was, you could feel the heat. Yeah, I was like feeling like all like the heat and like it sounds like, it sounds crazy. No, dude, that's that's I believe in all that kind of shit. It, yeah. I think it's like a. A, I don't know if you really went somewhere or your mind projected that, but it was a real experience. Yeah, dude. No, yeah. And I was like, I could hear some music. Like, when I was there, dude, I could hear some music. Dude. And I'm like, it was my, it was my music, though. You generated like, from your head? Yeah, but, like, I could hear my music, but, like, I felt oh. it was, like, very far away. Like, I felt it was, like, far, dude. far away, dude. Like, I've had I was like, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I started paying attention to it more. And I came out of the trip, and I um, came back. I'm like, oh, I came back. I was like, fuck. Have you seen that movie? What's that movie where that dude goes to the deep place? Have you seen that movie where they go into the sunken place? They go, like, inside of themselves, and they see everything sounds like it's far away. You should check that movie out, dude. Dude, I need to look it up and tell you what it's about. Which one it is But yeah So this Supposedly in this movie This guy goes to this house And they trap him And he becomes their slave Because They hypnotize him And then he goes to this They call it the sunken place Where he goes inside of himself And he sees Kind of like Through his eyes He, he see He's aware that he's inside of himself And everything sounds so far away It reminds me of that That's crazy Yeah but like That experience Like I woke up sick And I was like I'm like, oh shit, I'm like, did I die? Like, and I woke up, I'm like, did I die? I'm like, oh shit, I did not die. I, did I die? You probably passed I definitely, out. I definitely, like, yeah, I definitely, like, left my body for sure. I remember doing that before. I was, like, kind of sitting down. I was tripping, like, in my, my living room. And, like, kind of, like, closed my eyes and I went down like this. And I felt, like, myself above my body. Like, dude. And I was like, oh. And then I came back, I was like, oh shit, like, Oh fuck! What's happening? It freaked me out. I'm like, what the? Fuck you probably actually. Proje- I wonder if you yeah. were just tripping or you actually projected. I think that's what I was doing. I was like freaking out, and then that would kill my trip. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Uh-huh. But like, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna try that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but like, I kind of did the like the. I think I need some like stronger mushrooms. No, dude. Like whenever you were talking about how you did that thing with your eyes, like that makes me think of you know. There's certain things that you can't teach people, like to whistle. You can't teach somebody to whistle. They got to learn on their own, you know? You can kind of tell them, okay, you got to make your lips like this. Because I've been trying to teach my daughter to whistle. But it's like, maybe what if there's tricks that you can do to like, I don't know, actually project. Or what I was thinking about this one specific ritual that I read about is go in a dark room and put a candle. And then stare at the candle and then try to look through it like cross-eyed. And then... Try to maintain that eye cord, like try to maintain that vision, and then close your eyes, and that that supposedly activates your third eye. 
And I know I used to do something similar like that when I was a little kid. When I couldn't go to sleep, I'd stay up at night and I like do cross-eyed and try to get things to like align or like look like doubles. And then one time I remember I just tried. I I kept it like that and then I, I tried to go to sleep, and I felt like I had not a DMT trip but like a cartoon kind of thing in my head. It looked like uh, tie dye type of stuff. And so I read that about a year ago and it reminded me of that thing when I was little. So that makes me think maybe there's techniques that so, that yeah. you can do, but you can't teach it to human because it's not something that you can explain. They get it. It's like something you have to learn from yourself. Yeah, I think it's like a feeling. If yeah. Anything, you, you, you need to follow. But like going back to how you were as a, as a, as a child like that, dude, I experienced like the same thing, but like something a little bit different. How so? Uh... I seem to sometimes have like dreams or like sometimes I try to pay attention to them more now but like I feel like I have more of a clairvoyant and like uh, prophetic dreams and like sometimes I like or like one moment in my life when I was a child I was like kind of sun gazing I think outside of looking at the sun and then like I just like I think I passed out or something and went like this and then I came back I'm like oh shit I know like how to how time works and like how how to travel to the future and stuff. Oh, how old were you? I was like I don't know, like like eight or something. Uh, and what did it consist of to travel? How did you do it? Well, like I didn't I didn't remember. That's the thing I didn't remember. I came back knowing that I, I did this or did something, but like I kind of wonder if I had like a a vision or like mm. a dream. Yeah, intuition maybe. Yeah, dude, that's what I always wonder about. There's these things like when I look at megalithic ancient structures and you like and you think. And you just look at them and you see how the fuck did people do this? Like, where did this? They didn't though. You, didn't I, I think, think they, demons are like. I mean. Well, uh, that's part of one of the ideas. What do you think? Tell me what you think about I, that. Definitely spirits, dude. It's but like, you think the spirits made them, or the yeah. spirits taught the humans to make how to make it? Pot, it could be, well, it could be that too, because like a spirit can take over and you can just like. I think when my one of my theories is that the fallen angels came and they probably inhabited people or probably like you know Quetzalcoatl in in Mexico. They say he was a serpent god. Maybe a fallen angel came and appeared like that to people and then taught them, like, the art of masonry and how to, like, cut stone and do all these things and said, you're going to do this for me. I had an idea the other day about the fallen angels and whatnot. I just a thought. I don't know. I don't know. I just a thought. But um, I think they fell, like, on purpose because they, like, they thought this realm was so interesting. I feel like they wanted to, like, learn about it and become, like, your own gods. Like on this like realm or like this reality, and I think I I was researching something about like because I had a thought about like Buddhism and Luciferianism, mm-hmm. and I looked up something and they were saying something about like so Lucifer like took captive like supposedly this this deity or this this person called Sophia. It's mentioned a lot in the Bible, and Sophia is supposed to be like. The person that has like wisdom or something. The female wisdom. Yeah, and like he wisdom took, Yeah, he took her like captive or something. Supposedly when like Jesus died, he like freed her, and so that's why like we had like more like I guess a spiritual or like you know like spiritual connection with God or something. Hmm. I don't. Know. I don't like, I don't know, dude. But I don't know like with all that that stuff. But that well, you were talking about how the fallen angels wanted to come to this realm. Another thing in Buddhist that they mention is that they say that becoming a human is one of the, is the best uh, incarnation you could have. Because you could be a god, or you could be like an insect, or there's different reincarnations that you can come 
come back to. But gods, like, they have everything. They basically live in God mode. So they don't know how to really save your life, you know. So they're kind of stuck in their own little hell. Even though they're gods, they can't really experience what it is to be like a human. Because we can create. They can't. They're like gods. They can do whatever. But they can't manifest or create their own things in this reality. But humans are so special in, in many different cultures. Because we, we can come here in this realm that was what I think created for us. And they kind of envy us. And they're like, damn, how badass would it be to be a human and to have free will? Um, I want to say something about that. While tripping, dude, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got taken over by spirits so many times. <laughs> I swear to God. Come on. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> um, I, I was tripping. <laughs> I was tripping, like, and I went into, like, a meditative state. And, like, I closed my eyes and I was from, in front of my mirror. And you ever like meditate and you come back kind of like different or you come back I guess You feel higher a little yeah. bit? Yeah. More, uh, more higher, higher but like you're not you. Mm. You're, you know, you, never you think like so? That. Like something's been taken yeah. from you? Yeah, no, like I had this experience like I came back and I was just kind of like looking around my apartment like, you know, like well, I was like, and I was talking to myself like, oh, well, this human like lives really weird, you know, like. Whoa, you like, talking to myself. Was but me? like I felt like. I was the observer, like, I was observing this person, like, like, observe my place. Like, I was, I was, like, I was kind of, like, in the back seat, like, watching this guy. Dude. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, I was just, What like, do you think that was, like, the, the, the soul? Or the ego? Or the identity? Or I don't know what it is, to be honest. I, that's one thing, um... So, so, by the soul, what do y'all mean? I don't think it was the soul. I think it was, like, something else. Well, I guess you sometimes I want to say you're just tripping, but no, I think like there's something more to it. Like, like by the soul, though, by living by the soul, what do y'all mean by that? Oh, like, uh, like pure like creativity and like love and joy and peace, and that's what the soul vibration pure, pure creativity, but like pure that, creativity, like how like being creative and like loving and then like enjoying flow in life and uh, not worrying about things. Always being like in the moment, in the moment, yeah, being present, it's great. As opposed to like living in in stress and through the ego, worrying about what I what I need to do to get ahead and shit like that. (laughs) That was pretty. Damn, too high for this one. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I've been doing too. Is like, and I've been like. Dude, like I, I know, like I kind of, I think I manifested this, this soulmate, this girl, you know. The one that you met, yeah. Okay. But like everything like lines up, and it's kind of really weird. And ah, dude, yeah. I'm sorry, I never had a connection with this, like with someone in a good minute. But you said that about the last chick, didn't you? Yeah, but she was a hoe. <laughs> that boy Pete. Damn Pete. No, but maybe you put yourself too much out there too quick, and then I do sometimes, but like. With that one, I knew she was, like, a fucking weird person, you know, mm-hmm. like, a very... She was a bitch, dude. She was very, like, you know, like, very bitchy, dude. I, I, I remember me and some friends ran into Pete and uh, yeah, that girl. Dude. We're at Voodoo Queen. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, met each other? Yeah. Hey, didn't I'm y'all meet each other at a gas station, too? Nah. Or no. when y'all were heading here last time for the podcast? Oh, oh, yeah. At McDonald's? Dude, but, yeah. Something like that could be a pure coincidence. Yeah, no, you think so? No, there's no such thing as coincidence. But <laughs> that's so strange. But I mean, it could be okay. Like for example, 
it's up to subjectivity to decide what that event really meant. I mean... True, but what are the odds? I mean, y'all true, okay, we're both okay. coming here, but... That, what were you at? What was that other place? A club? Or what okay, yeah. If that happened every day at the same time, then yeah. Something like that could be a pure coincidence. Because, know, okay, if it wasn't, then okay, what does that mean exactly? I, is it something positive or negative? It's or a positive thing. Maybe positive. it's the universe type of way telling <laughs> no, yeah. you like... I'm so, though. I think it's the universe like maybe pushing you out a certain direction maybe like y'all were meant to like talk that or like I don't know do something not do anything in particular <laughs> but like <laughs> but like to like I don't know man I feel like things like that are, are happen for a reason it's like those no, little yeah. synchronicities things like that I have some weird shit happening like that like, I have a buddy named Ryan he's like he's like he's on another like intuitive like level than me he talks about like Having these dreams and like things, those dreams happening like a couple of days later. Often. Yeah. yeah, often. He says he has it, has it often like like a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, he can read people's minds sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I can do it too sometimes, but he's like he's more advanced at it than me. I'm thinking of a number one through ten. What is it? Ten. No. I don't know. Nah, you fucking no. liar. No, hey, I, I'm thinking of a number. Sometimes. I'm I, thinking I of a number it. one through two. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's one. Oh. <laughs> He's no, good. But, hey, but He's good. You're higher. You're higher. You're my I'm thinking of a number through one and one. He says four. <laughs> no, but like really, it's like I don't know, dude. It, it only happens when you're like in a concentrated, meditative state in a what? conversation. What? What happens? These like intuitive like um, suggestions, like what these people are about to say. Like it's like you're submerged into the moment, mm-hmm. and you're just hearing everything, and all like you're capturing all the facial and emotions mm-hmm. and words coming out of this person's mouth, and you just know what's gonna come next. You know. Mm, I, I get you. I, I, I guess I have that with my wife. We can kind of finish each other's sentences, but yeah, but like take that with like. Everyone. You can do that with strangers. Sometimes well, I can't control it that much. Like he can, can he he just it's it what it happens when you become more like entrusting with your knowing mm-hmm. and more in tune with like your soul purpose or like you know who you're supposed to be. And he's a he has a big thing about like. Whatever you put out in the universe, and this is this is a good idea because I've been doing it lately and it's been working out pretty good for me, is that try to be kind to everyone or like treat treat someone to like like unconditional love, like opening the door without like expectations, you know, or mm-hmm. like doing something nice without expectations or conditions to like a random person, mm-hmm. and it just comes back to you. Like I have people being like super nice to me, like going out of their way to be nice and stuff, and I. I feel like those are like your like daily like miracles, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Little things I mean? like that that people miss that they don't really yeah. pay attention to. Yeah, and people do miss it a lot, especially when you're like inside your head. Mm-hmm. Worried about something. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Like when you're running around your life, like stressed, not really like I guess Pete says like worrying about oh let me help this person out. You're constantly worrying about yourself, constantly worrying about oh I gotta do this later. I gotta pay this bill, take it, pick up my kid or whatever it is, and you lose. You know, part of that spark of life that you could be enjoying having a richer, fuller experience. Yeah. But yeah, like, I feel like when you're like, well, when I was on like on that high, like, vibration, like, in the fully in the moment, 
every day, like, dude, like, it was, like, a, a such a great high in life, and it was amazing, like, I didn't need drugs or anything, I just, like, I just needed the air. So, you, you don't feel like you're there now? No, I'm not, it sucks. It, it takes a lot of discipline to get yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Any, like, little, like, thing, like, a fear or, like, a circumstance could break you. And, like, if you're not strong enough to be conscious, like, oh, this is just my ego, like, rattling around, you mm-hmm. know, that it will consume you. And, like, you, all the work you did, it kind of goes, like, to waste. Or it kind of gets stepped back. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could be really, like, at a high frequency vibing and really being cool. But someone cuts me off and I'm like, oh, fuck you. And I kind of, like, I can still maintain it. But, like, why do, why did I lose it at that point? Yeah. Why did I allow myself to, to fall? Not fall, but, like, how did I... What is that? What are you? Um, what is that? The ego? It, yeah, it is the ego, but it's also like your lifestyle, like your diet too, because that's another thing I found. Oh yeah, out. man. Because like your emotions and like your the like the sleeping patterns you have, like if you go to like I when I was like on this high vibration, I was eating right. I was going to bed every night at the same time, waking up at the in the morning with a routine, and going to bed before or before bed having a little mm-hmm. routine too. I try to make myself happy or like uh, up my vibration when I get, before I go to bed or like when I wake up, I try to like wake up slowly, you know, instead of like rushing. Because mm-hmm. when you like wake up in the morning, you're like rushing. Yeah, you're already you're, starting off yeah, wrong. Yeah, you're, you're putting your body like in that fight or flight mode. True, dang. So, like, you're not able to control your emotions that much, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. There are things throughout the day will phase you, like it will be, it's hard to like tackle those things. Dude. So like when you like learn to wake up or like Take your time, like that's why some people will suggest like meditating when you wake up for like five minutes. It's like because you when you wake up, you know, you have like all these racing thoughts mm-hmm. from your brain, like trying to fix itself mm-hmm. throughout the night yeah. or something. Well, like they say, like when you wake up and like you go in like a meditative like state of like just kind of like neutral and peace, it like helps your brain go into that default mode because whatever happens like within twenty minutes of you waking up can affect your day you know oh, yeah. like, and that's why like meditating like in the, or doing something peaceful or like, like getting, getting starting off slow in those 20 minutes is important so like you can like maintain your emotional state a little bit better but then you get up and you stub your toe and that, that fucks up there all day yeah, <laughs> no but i get you ever since you really told me about that chris i mean uh I've really been starting off the day with like gratitude, like really just praying. Like I haven't really, there was a long time that I didn't pray, but like now, maybe this past year, more really since you told me that last time, I've been like really starting off with like, okay, thank you that I'm alive, that I can breathe. The basic things, you know, that we yeah. miss, like yeah. miss, that we bypass. Yeah, everything. <clears throat> but like what you were saying right now, it, it does all kind of, it comes in from all types of ways. You have to eat right. You have to sleep right. You have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of the basics. And if you're not neglecting the basics, you know how can you expect to go higher? Yeah, I think the big thing is like, like that. I think I sent you like a thing, a chart of like how to like release like endorphins and like serotonin. Stuff. Oh yeah, we should if read you, that you, next week. If you could do like all those things, like put that in a routine all the time of your day, and you do it like for a month or two months. Oh, dude, you'll be, like, super, like, and everyone, you'll realize that everyone, not just you're benefiting from it, but, like, everyone around you is benefiting Dang, from it. Dang, that's true. And then 
you just have so much more to give to people and when you can give more just to people or anyone it returns to you in like in like bulk you know mm-hmm. and it just like it's, and it creates ripples yeah. everywhere Dang. yeah dude and then imagine that everyone was doing that yeah dude there was a moment in time where like I was like super optimistic and positive but like I think it was a point where like it was too much <laughs> I could like like there's that toxic positivity stuff, you know? yeah yeah go ahead and shoot me it'll be great <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly I was on cloud nine dude like Dang. that's how it was but like everyone at my job like the atmosphere like I could tell like and I came in like I want to like I want cause I, I had this thought like man this place is kind of changing me you know, like, it's changing who I am, my character. Hmm. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to change who I am, and I'm going to change the environment around me instead of, like, the environment change me. And so, like, I worked real hard on it. Like, I, I would check up, like, on people, like, in the morning. I'll be like, hey, dude, like, how are you doing? And, you know, you feel good, you know? Because some of these old guys are pretty old, you know? And just, like, doing that, making sure people are all right or how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, you receive, like, joy, like, in that transition of like you genuinely caring for someone without an expectation or condition Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i had this thought like where when you do that you know you kind of just you're taking it when you take care of like others you're like it says in the bible like if you take care of others you're taking care of me like Mm -hmm. something what jesus said yeah and i have this like i have this thought of energy kind of like going down through this person while i'm checking up on them like, and it referred, like, it coming back to me, and, like, me giving back to them, and, like, I'm just, like, I think that's how how that works, you know, like, I think, like, whatever joy you have, or, like, um, like, happiness you have, you need to, like, you have to give it, you you have no choice but to give it to someone else, Mm -hmm. because if you don't, it's gonna die out, so, like, if you keep that to yourself, you can't receive joy, you just have that joy, and it dissipates, you know, but when you like you give it to someone else, you you receive more joy from that person because you gave it to them. Therefore, they're more joyful, and then it comes back to you. Yeah. Thank you. Hey man, uh, you know an idea I have for the next podcast? What should we do? So this isn't me. Like I said, you know maybe this is a testament to how I I long to um, put away myself for the sake of truth. Like, if there's something that contradicts what I believe in, I'll believe in it because it's the total truth, right? Mm -hmm. So, you all both know me as someone to mostly agree with, you know, traditional uh, Judeo-Christian principles, right? Mm -hmm. Bible and stuff. But a lot of the the philosophers and and people that I read about and I research and listen to what they say, they're all atheists. uh, so I've been getting a lot into like you know these um, uh, God was name for them like atheists philosophers and stuff like that. One of them was Frederick uh, Nietzsche. One time he talked about basically I'm getting more uh, real like truthful about what the self really means and about how it's possible that to our core we're all really evil. Hmm. You know, man. Like, for example, one thing he said. There's no such thing as a person who's intrinsically... (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck, bro? There's no such thing as a person who's really good. He only hasn't had that opportunity to do evil. 
So then, okay, we'll talk about that next episode. One time it said men and women are only as faithful as their options. Oh, dang. We talked about about many things that make faith human nature, bro. That's okay. We'll we'll look into it and we'll talk about it next episode. So, sorry guys, we kind of fucked up again. We're still learning. Uh, I hope you're still listening to us and we're not just talking to... Well, it's still a good conversation within us. So, fuck all of y'all if y'all don't listen anyways. So, we'll see y'all next week. Peace out.